Welcome to this episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We are married with a ton of kids. We have six kids total. He has three and I have three. My name's Hallie and I love riding horses. I'm Lexi and I love agriculture. My name's Carter and I love eating. My name's Chase and I love lifting weights. My name's Summer and I love spending my parents' money. I'm Dane and I love baseball. Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is if you find yourself in the same situation we are in, that by sharing our story, all the fun, and all the mess, challenges we are experiencing, it will give you some inspirations, laughs, and community, knowing you are not alone in this mess. We appreciate you spending time with us. Let's dive in. Welcome to this week's episode of Blinded, Blessed, and Always a Mess from our remote location, second place of business, which we would call Hallie's House down in Florida. We are excited to be here. Not sure about sound quality, but uh, we're glad to do a podcast from somewhere other than our basement. Yeah, it's a nice change of scenery. Doesn't suck. Don't hate it. And I'm glad you had me back this week. Yeah, you got a week off. Thank you. Look at you (laughs) taking time off over there. Always hustling. Always making me work. I know. My goodness. I know. Poor guy. Thank you. Yeah, last year around this time, we were, from a work perspective, planning our Grit with Grace event. So it was our first year ever doing that, pulling together C-level women to huddle together, share challenges, and, and just have like great energy. And our guest speaker last year was Brooke Baldwin. So her and I connected because we're the same Enneagram. Shocking to me you would connect with another woman. I know. Well, uh, there's another another one of my besties, Jen Loganville. We're also the same Enneagram. And it's type three, the achiever. Get and it I done, I feel girl. like you just, you just know them when you see them. You're like, I see you, sister. I see. Knocking it out. <laughs> Always going. Oh, so it's that time of year again, and um, I was chatting with Brooke. Of course, my life has completely changed since the last time we did that event, and her and I were just kind of chatting about that, and she had shared this book. She's like, you really need to read this book, because she's like, I read it, and it completely changed the way I thought. I'm like, hey, I'm all about that. Like, I'm open to to anything. And the book's called Signs. The Secret Language of the Universe, and it's written by Laura Lynn Jackson. It's on Audible, and it's nine hours, but it's well worth the nine hours. You dove in. I dove in, but I think I was also at a point where it's really hard when you lose someone, obviously. Yeah. Right. We've covered that. Yes. Duh. Mm -hmm. This is freaking hell. But I think what I really struggle with is the fact that I could never talk or see Hallie again. For however long I live. Yeah. And you wonder like, what is she doing? Yeah. All the and time? I've always and, talked yeah. about that. Like that's Eric is now taking his shirt off. What are you doing? Because you made a point before we started this. Oh, and I had the wrong shirt on. Yourself. And I just feel you're like I feel change awkward. Your shirt. No, I'm just starting <laughs> so the process. Sorry. We're going to digress for a second. So anytime we travel somewhere, either summer or myself, we have to pick out those outfits. My so, dinner outfits. Yeah, you're dressing. I'm fine during the day. You can My dress dinner yourself outfits. to work out. Thank but, you. Or to go to the And the sometimes beach. that's questionable. But to go to dinner, Summer picked him out some outfits. And so he comes, he's ready to go to dinner. We're, we're going to go to dinner after this. And I'm like, huh, it's really not the combination that she picked out. He's got a blue I gotta be honest. shirt on with brown pants. It didn't feel right when I put he it goes, on. Well, it, that's what she picked out. I thought it looked weird. I'm like, nope, that's not what she picked out. 
You got a different shirt that goes with those I, shorts. I mix some things up. So okay. anyway. Anyway. Apologies. <laughs> We're, I was in a moment, but then you started taking your shirt off. You got like I'm sorry that I ADHD. distracted you that much. <laughs> oh, I know. You were distracted. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway. This is this trip for the two of us, and you got distracted when I started taking it off. Here we go. He's feeling better this week, just FYI, because we got to the beach, and the beach is good for the soul. It's healing. It it's healing. healing. It's powerful. That's also why we wanted Hallie's house, why we felt like it was the thing that we were supposed to do because of the peace and tranquility provides is what I would say. Yes. And, and the ability to also help other people experience that as well. Anyway, back to the signs book. Sorry to distract you. So I couldn't put it down. couldn't stop listening to it because we have shared that we've had a ton of signs from Hallie, a ton. There's always a piece in the back of your mind is like, Oh, was that really hurt? Like, are we just like imagining things? Because for me to make sense of something, I have to understand it. And I haven't gotten a solid understanding of how it could even be possible other than God works in mysterious ways, you know, but I'm like a, constantly wanting to understand it better. And this book explains all of it explains the signs, like it just validated everything. And I would say the most remarkable part of it that was healing for me a little bit is that if you're open to it, you can still have a relationship or connect with that person that you lost if you open your damn eyes Yeah, I- <laughs> and believe, right? And, but it just, we've had so many things happen that I do have a story to dive into after reading this book. But if you're struggling with that and you want to understand how can you still have a relationship or feel connected to someone that you lost, or you feel like you're getting signs, but then you're not really sure, go read this book. Yeah. And since, since she read it, I need to read it too. I've started, she had me start trying to not just talk to Hallie, which I've been doing, but, but even my dad, who's been gone 15 years. And so I have been like, even earlier today, I was putting that piece of furniture together, which he was, he always did stuff like that. And, and I was like, are you enjoying this? Do you, do you think, cause I never got to go to the beach with my dad. And I was like, Hey, I wish you were here helping me. Are you enjoying watching me do this? And I looked up and there was a butterfly. Oh Yeah. And See, I knew that was him. This book would say, yeah, that's the sign. That's him. That was him being like, yeah, I am watching uh-huh. you and I'm enjoying the fact that you're doing this. And so, but I knew it was the book, right? I wouldn't have thought that had I not, you not just talked to me about that kind of thing in the book. No, we had this conversation last week. I'm like, do you ever, do you ever talk to your dad? And you're like, no, not really. It's been really. too long. I quit. And I'm like, well, you should talk to him. Why don't you ask him for signs? Yeah. I've started doing Cause that. Cause that's also what the book says is like. Ask them for specific signs. Ask the person. They they want to show you. They're, they have light energy and there's God energy and you have angels. Like you have this whole universe of people, souls that want to surround you with love, but you've got to be open to it. And there is just something comforting for me, for sure. That's like, okay, she's not 100% gone, gone. Like I can still... I can still communicate with her, but I have to do it in a way that my belief is there and I'm open to it. I'm paying attention, which means you have to be present. Yeah. We mentioned a couple of weeks ago that, you know, biblically, Jesus talks repeatedly about bringing heaven back to earth. And as I grew up, 
I felt like when I died, you would go up to these pearly gates and there would be heaven was somewhere in the universe and blah, de, blah, de, blah. I don't believe that anymore. Over the last several years from us being at the crossing and reading my Bible more, Jesus very clear multiple times says, I'm going to bring heaven back to earth. So I think what I'm believing, and I had lunch with my one of our pastors last week and you know he couldn't confirm or deny anything I was thinking, but it just, it feels like heaven's not that far away. The realm of heaven is not that far from us. And so the the thought process that Hallie or my dad or somebody that you love and miss is not very far, that's that's actually plausible and within reach, I believe, when we think about things like that. You, you made me think of something else um, as you were talking. So two episodes ago when we had Caitlin Love on, she talked about a book that she had read called Heaven by Randy Alcorn. So I have started that book. It's 11 hours oh, on Audible, but he starts out and he's referencing the Bible and he's, he describes heaven as when someone passes away, they kind of go to a temporary home and everybody waits there until the new earth. So it's like, you're not even, that's what I think you're not even in the permanent heaven. It's not until the new earth when, when he comes back. So it's just interesting to think about because especially losing a child, like you are, you want to still protect them, love them. You want to know what they're doing. They just don't, they're just not gone out of your mind and you're just sad. It's like, you're still connected to them somewhere, somehow. So you just want to really understand it. But coming off of Eric's episode last week where, you know, he had shared that he's holding on too tight. I um, would definitely echo that and that he's, Eric's the fun one. Like the kids want him to be the one that takes the places, not me. And, you I mean, know, honestly, it's why we're in Florida right now. You and my boss within a two day span. Band, we're like you, and I thought I was. Are yeah, you guys he, talking he looked to at me. Other? He's like, like, "What is the deal? Are, are you are you talking to my boss? I'm like, what are you talking about? No, but dial it back. Like you, you could just see how tense he was, and he was like wound so tight. But it wasn't just like a one day; it was over it's a course of several months yeah. of like. And then you know everybody feels it in our house. And when the fun guy's not fun anymore. Yeah. I'm like, dear God, don't put the pressure on me to be fun. Cause I'm not in the, I can't feel fun right now. And so we're just working through that. I'm like, we, we've got to just take some time and just get away for a second. We, we work. I'm trying to relax. We work. We both work nonstop on whether it's like our career goals, but also personal goals. We do, we do not know how to relax. And that's something that we really have to work on. I was really trying today in the Navy may put together some furniture. So <laughs> that's a whole nother that's topic. A different we'll, topic. We'll come back to it another might, time. Yeah. Post a reel. On I that. will bring that up at some point. <laughs> the interesting thing is I was always the control one yeah. and yeah. I, I've given up like on, on trying to control. Like I do feel like I'm in a better spot in that aspect of like, well, well it's whatever. It nope. is what it is. Like, I don't even, I don't even feel like I get super stressed out about we talked about things it, too sit, much anymore. Yeah, sitting on the beach today, we kind of talked about it. Like she, she has let go. And I told her, I said, it's kind of beautiful to see because she was a control freak. I mean, she thought she controlled everything that happened in her life and obviously now knows that she doesn't and she's let go. And it's amazing. The problem is now I'm freaking trying to take <laughs> over the control parts. Like we, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, I don't even do that's not even my thing. What's happening right now? 
What in the yeah. so let freaking me, frick let me is happening? Share a little story because Wednesday night we had our flight down here and we couldn't get direct, so we flew out of St. Louis to Nashville and then turned around and flew down to Destin. And where the house sits is right in the middle between Panama City Beach and Destin. So you can fly into either airport. This time we were flying into Destin. So we get to the airport and we're there ready to board. People are lining up, but there's no crew to work. We had seen the plane sitting there for yep. two and a half hours. The plane been sitting there for a while. So you're already like you're you're getting stressed out just thinking just about it right sharing now. Sharing the story. <laughs> I'm profoundly sharing the story. Okay. So he is getting more and more uptight about we're not going to, this flight's going to be delayed. And, and then, you know, it was delayed, delayed basically. We had no window. 45 between, minutes. There's no window between we landed in Nashville to when we were supposed to take off and fly to Destin. And I'm like, dude, you need to chill out. Like you got to take a deep breath because we are like sitting here, not in control. So if we miss our flight, what's the, Worst case scenario, we stay one night in Nashville. Can I say what I've learned through this process? One of the things I've learned. And I'm always many, right. No. Well, oh. I already knew that before okay. this started. No, it's <laughs> that I, I had learned earlier in life, but whenever you tell a woman to calm down, it doesn't go well. And here you are last night. You're like, you need to calm down. And I was, in my mind, I was like, what are you talking about? Tell me to calm down. You don't know what you're talking about. Ugh. And in my mind, I kind of thought that I was like, yeah, that's why you don't tell a woman to calm down because I didn't like that very much either. Yeah, it didn't go, it didn't go well. <laughs> but in this scenario, it's like, it's out of your control. Why are you worked up? Like, but I probably wasn't there a year ago. Like I wasn't in that headspace. Like no, I wanted to You would have control. been worked up too. Yeah, I would have. But now it's just like, well, we're not in control. I don't know. What are we going to do? Nothing. So let's just come up with plan B. Let's book flights the next morning from Nashville to Destin just to have them just in case, because everybody's going to try to switch flights if that's the scenario. And then we've got plan B and we'll just stay in Nashville if we need to. So we did and we so, made all but, the flights. No, hang on. You're getting too far in the story. Oh, okay. So he does, he does calm down a little bit and then we get on the plane. Un poquito. It's a little bit in Spanish okay. for our Espanol listeners. Okay. Okay. Thank you for adding that commentary. So we get on the I'm plane. I'm not doing a podcast by oh, myself this week. So I'm just trying to, <laughs> okay. trying to fit in like every now and then. Okay. So we get, we get on the plane and it's full and we, we just grab the front seats. I'm like, let's just not sit together. We'll pick the middle seats and so we can get off this plane quicker and go hopefully get to the next one. By now you figured out we're on Southwest because we chose the middle seat. Right. So it's seats Southwest. are not assigned. Yeah. And then people get on the plane and the little flight attendants go, well, welcome aboard. You have Nancy and Gigi with you as your flight attendants. And it's, we, we both leaned over at the same time and looked at each other because we were in the same row. Like what in the hell? Because the kids call me Nancy and Hallie calls me, had called me Gigi. And that she'd already determined that was going to be my grandma name was Gigi. She even like programmed in my vehicle. Welcome Gigi. Yeah. So it was just like, okay, I don't, if you're a believer or not believer, like that is a serious sign. And that was Hallie telling you, I got you. You're going to be okay. No big deal. Take a deep breath. Yep. What are the odds? We looked at each other, made eye contact from across the way. And then she tested me. She's like, that is Hallie telling you to calm down. And I couldn't disagree because it, what, I've been on so many flights in my life. At no point are they like, hey, this is never had a Nan- Gigi. Nancy and Gigi to help you today. What? <laughs> what? 
crazy. Oh my God. So that did help to calm me down. And I knew that Hallie was there and she was with me. And I have felt Hallie much closer over the last several weeks since Angie started reading the book. And I've been asking her to show up more and I've been on the lookout for her and the same with my dad. So it's been good. And I do, I, I'm looking forward to reading the book too, but just from a little bit, you've told me I've already started to feel closer to, to people. So well, I can see why the, you would feel closer. Yeah, for sure. The part that might feel a little bit weird to people is the author is actually a medium. So I know that that's like cringy for for people, but the intent of the book is to say, you know, sometimes people go to mediums to try to connect with their loved ones. And she's saying, you don't need to do that. Like everyone has the ability to see the signs and be able to talk to them. You don't even have to say it out loud. Like their energy is still around you and you can talk to God. They're ever powerful and you don't need a medium, but mm-hmm. here's, here's how you can stay connected. And she has amazing, amazing stories where people didn't even see the signs. Then they go to a medium and they're like, okay, this was your sign. You missed it. Like you have to be really in tune. So you just need to open your eyes, which is so interesting because that's what Hallie told Summer in her dream. She's like, Summer, I'm around you all the time. You just have to open your eyes. Yeah, it's crazy. And we've seen that more and more over the last several weeks. When you mentioned it to me and started asking me about my dad, you said, what was a number associated with your dad? And I said, nine. And and we talked about the number nine. And then the next day, all of a sudden, these nines started popping up everywhere. Like he was like, hey, I'm back. You, you just needed to ask. You just need to look for me. And that song played on the radio station. You're like, I haven't heard this song for a long yeah. time. And you sent me a picture and it was like... The radio station was nine nine, yeah. Something. I don't yeah. worry. You were traveling somewhere. Was traveling. It wasn't a local. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a local station. Yeah. So I have one more. I have one more story to share. But this is this is legit amazing. Oh my god! You're gonna. Everybody's gonna be holy crap. That's how our family's been about this story. Yeah. So along the same lines as the signs book, you know, I'm reading this book. Of course, my kids are about tired of me talking about it. Summer, anytime I <laughs> bring it up, she's like, "Oh my god, are you talking about that book still?" Yes. Yes. But I, last week I was particularly stressed about one kiddo in a particular situation that they were in. And I'm driving to chase a soccer game by myself and just my typical situation. I don't have the radio on and I'm talking in my head to Hallie and God to kind of help me out in this situation. Cause you know, because I'm a control person, I'm thinking that it's, it's my responsibility that I have to be the one that fixes it and addresses it. And that was just weighing on me, stressing me out. I've like asked several of my close friends, like, what do you think I should do in this situation? And, you know, we're kind of putting together our thoughts and all of it just like felt so heavy. And then it's kind of like, gosh, why Angie? Like this isn't on you. You can just ask other people for help. And so I literally in my head was like, Hallie, you know what? I'm putting this on you. You got special powers now. You are, you can be more in control of me. Go take care of this situation. And I'm like, just taking it off of my shoulders. I'm not going to carry it anymore. And, you know, I specifically, because again, back to the book, it's like, you have to always, you need to ask for specific signs. So sevens obviously is our number. And so I said, just show me three sevens. If you are listening to me and you got it, you got it under control. And so I get to the game, of course, early because that's me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be late. Yep, for sure. And I sit there and pass the time. I get on Pinterest, Pinterest and right on my phone was this pin that was 
describing angel signs, like what a 111 means and what a 222 means. I never even knew that like sure. that was out know. there yeah. and you could look it up, but it had 777 on it. And just kind of like, oh, okay, wow. And if you look at what 777 means, it means it's a sign of good luck and that the angel has seen all of your hard work and is surrounding you with love. I'm like, eh, okay. I mean, phones, you know, a lot of times they pick up on sure. advertising, but I never said any of this out loud. I always, I would think it'd be funny if, you know, weird if people see me driving down the road and I'm just talking to the air, but just saying it in my head. So the next morning I'm driving to work and one of my great friends texts me and said, gosh, Hallie must be busy keeping the hurricane away from your house because yeah, <laughs> that hurricane, there's a hurricane that Idalia or I, yeah, I don't know how you say it. It's a weird Idalia. name. But ended up was about 130 miles from our house. So, I mean, kind of close. We're a little bit nervous about it. And she's like, she must be really busy keeping the hurricane away from you and and looking out for your kids. Because mm-hmm. one of our kiddos decided they would total their car. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah. yeah. But Hallie's just probably like, damn, you guys are <laughs> keeping me busy. But I had also shared this particular book with her because she is very much connected with her dad that passed away and they have their, they already know all their signs and communicate all the time. And so I thought she would definitely love this book. And then she's like, you know, you might think I'm crazy, but I just feel like, I feel like Hallie is trying to tell me to tell you to not be sad anymore, but like adamant, like go repeat it to my mom. I don't want her to be sad. I don't want her to be sad anymore. And I am sad. I don't know how you can not be sad. And I do feel in my core, and I've said this before, I feel like Hallie's saying, oh my God, mom, like go live your life. I'm fine. Like I feel like she genuinely would want me to be happy, but it's just so hard to not, it's hard to feel happiness, to feel joy. So, you know, I'm on calls doing my thing, still driving. And then I get a text saying, oh my God, you need to call me right now. And she's like, I am, I'm in tears and have goosebumps. So I call her and she's like, oh my God, my husband probably thinks I am completely crazy. But she's like, I'm, your daughter is so stubborn. And she's like, I'm I'm like, yeah, okay. We're, you're on to something. She's like, I'm trying to get ready. And I'm like humming this song. Like, I feel like she's coming at me. And on this, like, I don't want my mom to be sad. you got to help her. And she's like, I'm humming this song. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. And I'm thinking, what am I humming? And she felt like Hallie was saying, go look it up. Like, go look it up right now. Go look up that song. She's like, I don't even know what this song is. So, so persistent and adamant. She's like, okay, fine. Like, so she goes, I go and Google. It's all right. It's okay. And she goes, I find the song moral of the story by Ashy. And she's like, I read the lyrics and I'm like, holy crap. (laughs) And one of the things, my main question when I talk to Hallie that I ask her, especially when I'm like super low is why, why? And a lot of that is like, especially in her situation, like as a mom, you're wired to know your kids better than they know themselves. Like you're raising them. They don't, they're little, they cry. You have to, you're constantly trying to figure out what's wrong with them. What are they trying to tell me? What can I do to help them? And you know, your kids better than they do. And I, I tell the twins that at 14, I'm like, yeah, sorry. I know you and I'm calling you out. And you're always right. 
Yeah, because you're soul connected. Like I have no other way to describe it, but you as a mom, you know that your kids better than, than they do. They know themselves like you can see it. And so I, like I've said before, like I you knew. saw her change and I knew that the choices she, make, she was making was not her. Like you just saw her diminish. And so it was very unhealthy. We both saw it. You saw it first because you were there well, the whole time. Everybody was- around her saw it except for the other side. And, and it just ripped all of our hearts out. It's not just me. It's everybody that was around her. So I go back. I'm not going to digress into that. But my question is always like, why? Like, as soon as I see you, I just, I want to know why. I want to know everything. That's my, that's my one question for her is why? Because I know deep down she's freaking smart as shit and could read people, all of that. Anyway. Okay. So that's my one question. And then she sends me the link to the lyrics. I read the lyrics. Yes, I'm driving. I read the lyrics and I'm like, oh my God, like bawling goosebumps. And I look up in the tractor trailer in front of me on the license plate, there was three sevens. And I'm like, okay, I will try to be happy today. And you answered my question, Hallie. I love you. So here's the lyrics. Yeah. I can't sing it because I don't know it, unfortunately, or I would. But it's the lyrics, I, when Angie sent them to me, so spot on about the relationship that Hallie was in. I mean, to the point where some of the things we'll point out were creepily on point. Yeah. Said, so I never really knew you. God, I really tried to. Blindside, addicted. Felt we could really do this. But really, I was foolish. Hindsight, it's obvious. Talking with my lawyer, she said, where'd you find this guy? I said, young people fall in love sometimes with the wrong people. Some mistakes get made. That's all right. That's okay. You can think that you're in love when you're really just in pain. And Hallie was in pain from other experiences. And so she thought she was in love there. That's what happened. That's a legitimate thing. Some mistakes get made. That's all right. That's okay. In the end, it's better for me. And that's something that we've said too. I know she's she's better than everybody, but yeah. I know, I know in my core that she's in a much better spot. That's the moral of the story. It's funny how a memory turns into a bad dream when running wild turns volatile. Remember how we painted our house just like my grandparents did? So romantic, but we fought the whole time. Should have seen the signs. Yeah, I mean, I had talked to her. Something very similar to that had happened right before everything happened. Talking with my mother, she said, where'd you find this guy? Said some people fall in love with the wrong people sometimes. Some mistakes get made. That's all right. That's okay. You can think that you're in love when you're really just in pain. Some mistakes get made. That's all right. That's okay. In the end, it's better for me. That's the moral of the story. They say it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. That could be a load of shit, but I just need to tell you all. Some mistakes get made, and that's all right. That's okay. You can think that you're in love when really you're just engaged. And some mistakes get made. That's all right. That's okay. In the end, it's better for me. That's the moral of the story. What? Yeah. But I felt like that answered my question. Like, I don't even think I'm going to ask her why anymore. Like, okay, I got it. Mistakes get made. It's all right. It's okay. I'm better anyway. And yeah, God saved her. And that's, that's enough for me to feel a little bit of sense of, of peace, a little bit of just, or comfort, maybe. I don't know if peace is the right word, but I am making progress in focusing on my relationship with her, 
with God and moving ahead. And that's really what this book's about too, is like if you open your hearts and minds, you can see the signs of your loved ones. But that earth is really a school where we're all just learning a lesson about love. And and isn't that why we're all here? It's really to learn how to love. It's very, I mean, Jesus talks about that all the time, is that he was sent to love all people, not just Jews, but the Jews, the Gentiles, everyone. And so we're supposed to learn how to love all people. And I do think, I mean, when we start to look, and you're, I think right now, maybe doing a better job than me, that this is not our forever home. It's a part-time home. This is a temporary space for us on earth, and that heaven is a forever home. Then that is when you realize love is important, and we don't really have anything to fear. And my friend Dave, one of the pastors of church, said that a couple of weeks ago. It's like, when you really see the end game, eternity. What are we really fearing here on earth? Why was I fearing our flight being late? I was just going to say that. But Why think was I about fearing it? it? I, I just mean, challenge no you. I just challenge like our listeners, whenever you feel fearful or you're stressed or your anxiety is at all time high because we're all there, a lot of it is based on fear and not love. Like, are we loving ourselves? Are we loving the people around us? Are we... Are we learning about love versus being paralyzed in our fear? And I know that's all easier said than, than done, but. It's true. Final sign of love that we learned this week. It's kind of neat. Holly saying, hey guys, better than everyone. Yeah. So Feathers Matter, my children's book that I had written is set to be delivered to me the middle of November which means the actual street date is going to be on November 29th, Hallie's angel date. So we're going to do pre-orders. We're going to start pre-orders October 1st, and we will ship them out on her one-year anniversary because yeah. I would much rather spend that day sending out signs of love than dwelling in Sadness. It's been a year that we yeah. haven't had her. It's you move forward. And that's one amazing way to honor her and tell her story that hopefully helps young kiddos realize that strength is gained through the challenges that you face. And positive relationships. So that is happening on November 29th, Hallie's Angel Date. Good stuff. I loved it. Should we go to dinner? I'm starving. I would okay, love to change that. your outfit and then you're let's wearing go to a dinner. sweatshirt. Well, I'm not ready yet. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not ready. We're going to go to dinner <laughs> and uh, appreciate you guys spending some time with us this week. As always, do something nice for somebody this week. Show a sign of love. If you're missing somebody, ask them for a sign, a very specific sign, and see what happens. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Blended Blessed and Always a Mess. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at blendedblessedalwaysamess.com. Reach out to us on any of our social channels. We would love to hear from you. Have a great week.